friends, my name is Dave Miller. And my name is Niall Spain. And we are your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions either online or from our lovely listeners and we answer them for you. Although we might not do that this episode. We're probably not doing that this episode because as we previously mentioned, this is our sex miss spectacular. Well, you know what, Dane? I'm going to contradict you immediately, and I'm going to hit you with a question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> True to form. Uh, this is by Harley Davis, 246. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 246. Like the motorcycle. What do you recommend to increase my words per minute emergency? I've been publishing erotica online for a long time as a way to make easy cash, and it's worked. I've brought in a good living from it, but everything has gone wrong recently. I got blackout oh, no. drunk at a casino and gambled a lot of my money away. The bills are coming due soon. I don't think I'm going to make it. I have nothing left. How can I up my daily progress? Writing 15 hours a day, I've managed to reach a pace of about 6,000 words. That isn't enough. If I could double it, I should be able to save myself. I've started doing reps of typing training sites, but I'm starting to stagnate around 90 words per minute. Adderall has helped, but not enough. What do you recommend for reaching my peak? Damn. I feel like as people whose Christmas bills are coming due and have to start our erotica book, this is a good way to to start our journey. Also, yeah. cheers. Oh, cheers. I've got that whiskey you got me for my birthday because you're a lovely human. Clink. Clink. I've forgotten how to cheers. <laughs> I just want to start drinking without drink or like uh, talking without drinking. I just um, tapped my finger off my glass and said clink. This is, I, I'm not going to lie to you right here. I don't know if it's legal to do it or not, but. I kind of want this to be the basis of our novel. <laughs> oh, Is like that... story, story within a story where every now, you know, we could have like multiple short stories, but the overarching narrative is a woman who's gambled away all her money at a casino while blackout drunk. Now. Okay. All right. I like what you're, I like this sort of like vignette sort of like, you know, side story situation. What if, Mm-hmm. We combine classic Christmas sort of like Ghost of Christmas Past and shit. Okay. And it is like erotic novels of Christmas Past mm-hmm. that, you know, she makes a deal with some sort of festive spirit. Yeah, maybe like they enlist a festive collections agency and they come and they're like, you have either two choices and that's to face your sexual history or uh, pass the money. She's like, damn it. So it's like, you know, she she gets blackout drunk at this casino, gambles too much. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, obviously a North Pole casino. Oh, 100%. 100%. You know, in order to meet her sort of erotica quota, <laughs> she has to sort of like relive her past, like her, like the steamiest, like sex books that she's written. See what that, what I love about that is it gives us the opportunity to take multiple, uh, like suggestions because some of the ones we got were fucking incredible. Yeah, we had a lot of celebrities, and let me tell you, folks, I don't know legally. Yeah, I'm not sure can... if we can include Keanu Reeves or uh, Robert, Robert Pattinson, <laughs> especially not as Edward Cullen. I'm pretty sure we definitely can't do that. No, no, we definitely can't do that. So there's, we should have been a little bit more specific of like keep well, it general and not. But we like, could have a gloomy vampire, and we could have Pobert Rattinson. Exactly. Yes. Like, no name is going to get your juices flowing more than Poppers, especially <laughs> when it's followed by Rattinson. <laughs> like I'm already turgid. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. There's a lot of like, like Pamela Anderson was one of the Robert Pattinson. I didn't um, see the Pamela Anderson one. Pamela Anderson was, hmm. it was an Instagram suggestion. Oh, I thought I have them all written down here actually, but I missed that one. Do you want to read out? Will we go one on one off for favorites? Yeah, I, yeah, sure. Do you want to do like three of our three of our tops? Well, I want to first call out who I think I'm going to have to dub Agent Murder because they left the two wildest suggestions. I think. Okay. Um. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking. Yeah. So I'm going to read out one, which was that John Malkovich is confused when the mysterious package arrives at the door of his home. It's a robotic dick addressed to the new Santa and it's a model XM Christmas spirit version four. there's a lot to unpack there. And I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. There was also somewhat more grim. 
when a horrible accident acts like a horrible accident kills the jolly bastard like an elf has to like hide the body if only there was a way to distract mrs claus wink dot 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 that one there's so much wrong there but so much Mm -hmm. right yeah they definitely are up there i i liked some of the more um abstract or you know vague Mm -hmm. i i really enjoyed the teacher by day only fans creator by night Mm-hmm. I thought that has a lot of juice that you can milk in an erotic novel. Mm-hmm. There's also the um, oh, someone uh, contracts a holiday themed STI was another one. And like it, Ghost of Sex was Past, Present and Future. I think that is already like kind of the that could be the the STI. It'll almost be like it follows, but with <laughs> Ghost of Christmas Pasts. Now, one I did love was sex with like mandatory mouth coverings, so you never yes. like both people never really knew who the other person was. Um, that was very thematic, obviously, for the year that's in it. It also has my sex sex suit. I did have an idea, and this could okay. be a vignette, or it could be the entire story. Depends on what you want. And I was thinking of calling it Mandemic. Oh, All right. And oh, I got chills. You just gave me chills, and my nipples have hardened slightly. Oh, excellent. We're off to a good start. Now, Mandemic could be anything. It leaves us to a lot, but I was thinking, a disease sweeps the nation, and it kills off toxic masculinity. <laughs> so, all of a sudden, there's a lot of hopeless men out there who just lose their toxic traits and are suddenly desirable to women. <laughs> so, women are like, damn, it's a Mandemic. There's so many men I want to fuck everywhere. I thought that one could be pretty fun. We could make it sexy. We could make it instructive. It's already a funny. I'm not going to lie to you now. That's that's fucking genius. And I love it. <laughs> I like alone, alone. That title would get me to click in. If I was if I was on a site and I had a list of sex novels and so, and I saw one called Mandemic. <laughs> fuck yeah. You yeah. know what it needs to be? I can see the cover right now. It's a man shirtless, obviously okay. blue jeans, obviously mm-hmm. belt like or like jeans sort of like unbuttoned. So you can see sort of like the, the lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then it cuts off at the, at like the top of the face. So you don't see the whole face. You just see the masked like Ooh. jawline. Yeah. And that's it. Maybe he's like got his hands on his hips or his arms crossed or something. How about that exact thing? But you can see his bulge and his bulge is in the shape of the coronavirus. <laughs> what if that was just in the background like the coronavirus like in the background you could just see the shit like that spiky little bastard in the mm, background just like leaning against the wall smoking <laughs> oh man see i already like both of our ideas can we marry them can we find uh the pandemic could easily be a period in her past. Like this could be 2027 and the pandemic was 2020. And she thinks back to like that tumultuous year where no. men stop being assholes. No, no, no. It's, it's too, pandemic has to be like the, the center. Yeah. I think we could do it the opposite way where we do vignettes of all these different women surviving the pandemic. One of which might be uh, a down-on-her-luck erotic fiction novelist. Another of which might be, you know, a brooding vampire, etc. Oh, maybe we could cure Edward Cullen of his toxic traits. Because, like, stalking people are hundreds of years old, younger than you. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. A down-on-her-luck, or sort of, like, top-of-her-game erotic novelist. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, no one's buying erotica. Because, like, men are actually fuckable again. Oh, okay. Like, like, you don't need to fantasize about these men because they exist. So she needs to find a way to make her erotica. She's got to crank it up to 11. Oh, shit. You know okay. what I mean? And in order to get out into the world and just fuck her way around. Or mm-hmm. we stick with that Christmas spirit. She makes a deal with a festive, you know, elf or something. Mm-hmm. And or she summons what she thinks is a demon and tries to make a demon deal. And doesn't realize until too late that it is, in fact, the ghosts of all the Christmases. Right? Ghosts of sex must pass. And so these people are sort of, instead of showing her the the wrongs of her life in order to make her a better person, they're showing her, like, smut. Mm-hmm. Just the dirtiest, filthiest stuff mm-hmm. in order to crank her erotica up to 11. And, of I course, this it. makes her a better person. 
Of course, yeah. Well, what, what erotica doesn't? <laughs> and I think we might have to also find a way. Like, as much as I love like the toxic masculinity thing, mm-hmm. I think she needs to like save the pandemic as the hero. You know what I mean? Like, I think if it's going to be a pandemic, there's got to be a downside to it. Now, now, Dane, I will point out it is a mandemic. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Stupid me. What could we phrase where it's like it seems real good, but. If if like if it doesn't get cured, there's you know there's a uh, real detriment. Well, all of a sudden, dads can't bond with their kids because they don't have you know <laughs> shitty games to play or whatever that one question was about. Mm, this is juicy. I like this already. Okay, now before we go too far, are there any? It's like, too suge- are, is, are there any suggestions we're nixing? Are we just throwing out? I, like I said, I think all of the like specific celebrity ones, I don't think we can use. Yeah, I think we can maybe reference like I think you're allowed to like there's one that was Pamela Anderson. I think you're allowed to like maybe say that like she had boobs better than Pamela Anderson. Yeah, I, th- I think you're allowed to to do that. Also, if Chuck Tingle has taught me anything, we can definitely do Amala Panderson. Yes, <laughs> he has done Donald Trump. So, yeah, and if you can Trump make fun of the president of the United States. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I will say the one that kind of gets me is Spock's nerve pinch because that just seems a little rapey. Yes. I don't know if we want to put that one in. Uh, yeah, unless we can name it like a sex move. Mm-hmm. Oh, where like he knows just the right spot, like the G spot to sort of like, yeah, boom, know, you're out. It, it doesn't have to knock people out. It could just like it could he he's the only person that knows of your secret G spot in your shoulder. <laughs> Yeah, you know the clitoris actually goes all the way up to your shoulder. <laughs> Maybe that's what the mandemic is. It it <laughs> pro- proliferates the clitoris, so it grows like a like a weed through your entire body, and it starts off good because you know you're just suddenly women don't have any trouble coming in sex. So like even the most inopportune man can can get you there, but then you're too sensitive that you can't do anything. Oh, you beautiful bastard! That's. Yes, that's the thing. I don't know necessarily it should be like, oh, men aren't toxic anymore. I mm-hmm. think that it just like, oh, men have all, all of a sudden, like everyone, every man knows how to please women. Mm-hmm. But it's not that. It's this horrible disease that has made your clitoris so sensitive that like, at first, You've yes, it's great. Yeah, but as it goes on, as it, as it you know, progresses, you're, in, you're not able to have sex anymore. Yeah. Or you're not even able to live. Like you try to move and your shirt rustles on your clothing and you're like, Ugh. yeah, like that poor woman who has like 80, 80 orgasms a day just because she like shifts in her seat. Yeah. Um, now, are we throwing away, which I already kind of have, but I want to run them past you. Dental damn demic. Why would you? Why wouldn't you open with that and then hit me with mandemic <laughs> afterwards? Why? What makes you think that I'm gonna go from mandemic to dental damn demic? <laughs> As I said, I already threw that one out. I just wanted to make sure, you know. <laughs> oh boy, Standemic about a man called Stan who I don't know gets real horny. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that there's nothing you could say that'll beat mandemic mm-hmm. but i just don't see it happening okay um now i assume we're gonna have to have some kind of anti-masker quotient because you know like a group of of idiots who think that the orgasms are a government hoax yeah well not just government yeah like female orgasms are a hoax oh of course yeah <laughs> like that already exists yeah um, yeah, I think the like the anti comers. <laughs> I was trying to think. I was trying to find a way to like maybe rhyme it with masker, mm-hmm. anti uh, or like QAnon. Is there any way we could get that coming on? Coming on, maybe. <laughs> if we made it like anal, we could do QAnon. <laughs> Why would they? Oh, like pooing on is that poo, what you're... or just poo rhymes with Q? QAnon, QAnon. I will say an, another spicy one, which I think would work for a very good, uh, like little vignette, was the uh, anti, like the person who had two date opportunities. One's an anti-masker, but one requires her to self isolate for two weeks before each visit. Mm. That one's spicy. I like yeah. that. I mean, like I, I definitely think that the the like main love interest, sort of like the hallmark 
small town farmer single dad in this. I mm-hmm. think he should definitely be like an anti-masker. <gasps> no. And and oh that should God. be like the conflict, right? Like you need conflict. There should be a reason why they don't get together. Yeah, but I also don't want to promote getting together with an anti-masker because we shouldn't do that. Maybe. But he's got to obviously learn the errors of his ways. There should be a villain who's like in masks. Are they condoms in this? Because then we could hit two birds with one stone. So we got people who are like, oh, condoms don't make my dick work. And also anti-masker idiocy. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Now, Dane, you're going to have to look your laptop right in the eye right now and name this hunk for me. Name him. Okay, mm-hmm. I, is this is this is our villain or is this our like main love interest? Just throw me out a name and we'll see. I've got one too. I just came up with one. Okay, Remington Bradbury. Ooh, Remington Bradbury. I was I was thinking we have someone called Giles Morsize. <laughs> I mean, I th- I like Giles Morsize for a bad guy. Uh, you know what? Ra- Remington could also be a bad guy. They both sound very high class. Yes. Now, yeah. what about what about the plucky underdog? I guess. Wait, do we have any like characters that we haven't introduced yet? I don't think so. I don't think we have any. We have a mechanic like... with all the right tools for the job. Oh yeah, and Miss Scarlet in the hot tub with a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> we also have Mister <laughs> Mister Claus, a Roomba. Can we have a sentient Roomba? Yeah, this oh, has to go around cleaning up all of the ejaculate. Oh, Yes, we have to have, like, just alternate chapters about this poor, hard-done-by-Ruma. Fuck, Roomba. can we please have a scene in which the Roomba fucks something? Like, another oh. Roomba or another appliance? So, again, like, I don't know how much we're going to, how much we should uh, spoil in this episode, but I was thinking either there's, like, one of those suction dildos stuck to the Roomba, and he gets involved, or, like, <laughs> maybe throughout the story... We have brief chapters of like the Roomba who's tasked with cleaning up all this stuff, who's slowly getting more and more unhappy. And at the end, bumps into a lady Roomba. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's beautiful. Maybe they fuck. Maybe they don't. Maybe they just. Or maybe it's a tragedy because once they get close enough, their sensors go off and they turn away. I mean, that's definitely that has to happen at some point. However, I think the hottest and most graphic sex scene in this book needs to be between the Rubas. Yes, I think so. Like, I want people who watch the absolute worst porn to skip these pages. <laughs> yeah. I, want, I want it to be so filthy that people, you know, go and seek God after after reading them. Mm-hmm. I think we're we're like uniquely qualified to do this as well after the absolute garbage I've read into your ear holes for two years. Yes. Okay, so that's another thing I want to talk about. With this this book, we want it to be erotica. Like we want it that flavor, but do we want it to be as bad? Or are we like are we aiming for that same sort of like hokey, cheesy, obviously not like the really rapey No, nothing abusive stuff. Like uh, like I want this I would like honestly kind of want a running joke where everyone specifically asks for consent before having sex with anyone in this mo- like this book. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I also don't want to make a joke out of consent. You know what I mean? Because that could be read yeah. too easily as like, you know, oh look how yes. silly this is. That's true. If we're doing a lot of satire, we could be mm-hmm. seen as you know doing satire on on the you know the importance of consent. That's a good point. Now, um, if we're ahead. like. So partially, I want both. I want us to have terrible, useless, awful scenes. And like someone did write in a very cryptic suggestion about a limp Montreal Christmas tree that needs to yes. be returned to its, you know, I, I'm thinking that we have to call a dick that at some point, you know, 100%. That's exactly what, when I read that. I was like, at some point in time, someone needs to be talking about like a very like, you know, almost like a Yukon Jack sort of situation, you know, like Canadian lumberjack who's Mm -hmm. down on hard times yeah 100 percent. so i do want both and if we're doing this story within a story thing then we could either have the in-universe fiction be terrible or have the in-universe fiction actually be really well written and have the actual in-universe sex be terrible Mm. right or we just shake it up yeah you know, like one chapter, who knows? Maybe we're feeling spicy. Maybe we're just going to be like, 
you know, his his clockwork erection was magnificent to behold. Now, are you saying that as is that a metaphor or are you saying that there is going to be an actual like steampunk dick in here? Well, the worst, probably one of the worst things I've ever personally read. Um, it was a book by fuck. I can't remember his name. And I probably it's probably a good thing because I was asked to review this book for a competition, uh, which was great because I was getting free books and I reviewed this book and I gave it such a bad review that they never approached me for free to give me free books for reviews anymore. But he did have a line where there were clockwork vampires in the in the book for reasons unknown. Like it was just there was no like where they came from, what the difference between them and vampires were other than mentioning cogs every now and then. But Hell like yeah. the guy's sister, it was from her perspective. And she looks at him and goes, his clockwork erection was magnificent to behold. Hell yeah. And it's probably one of the worst things I've ever read. I would say that's probably the coolest thing I've ever heard. Can you imagine how much it would hurt having a clockwork dick up in you? Pinching yeah, you? I think it's just literally just grinding. Yeah, that's... Like, there's so many, there's holes and, and like moving parts. You're pretty much putting in like a little tiny chainsaw inside of you. Yeah, absolutely harrowing. Now, do you want to have some other Christmas, uh, like, I was going to save these for the sex writing at the end of the end of the book. No, at the end of this episode. Um, but I also might just pepper them in between to help us, uh, you know, come up. Yeah, with yeah. yeah. Well, so this is breeding Mrs. Claus. Oh, boy. So it's uh, it's nothing weird. It's reindeer shifter breeding erotica. Uh, translated, it means she's going to be getting down with and getting pregnant by Rudy, a strapping young reindeerish man thing. Uh, to his credit, he's in good shape when asked one could bounce any amount of quarters off of. Um, <laughs> and unlike Prancer. Casino worth a fucking quarter. I- Maybe that's how she got in her casino debt. Also, unlike Prancer, he has a decent name. Now that, that's that's all we know about this book. Unless you're willing to buy it for how how much? How much is it going for? What do you think? I'm gonna say seven ninety nine. Uh, so on Kindle Unlimited, it is free. But <laughs> if you don't have Kindle Unlimited, it's gonna cost you a sweet three thirty three. Okay. There's one rating. It's four stars. They say. Not bad. I'm going to read this review just again. This is all market research. Rudy shows Mrs. Claus. He has more than a magical nose. Much more. Damn. I was really hoping this qualified as Christmas monster porn, but it's more shifter Christmas porn. I hate when I... <laughs> Fuck, man. I hate when you go in and hoping, looking for, for monster porn, you get fucking shifter porn. Christmas. Get out of here. Christmas shifter porn. Though some may argue having sex while in shifter form should be listed under the monster part. I prefer my monster porn more monstery. So it just goes under plain old kinky porn. Lol. So <laughs> Mr. <laughs> this guy is real unhappy about this. Uh, so Mr. Claus is a real thing for Rudy. She got a thing for him while in his half shifted form. No, well, she's always dominant. For Rudy, she allows him to take charge. Not really my thing. I'm never submissive. However, it's a hot piece of shifter smut. Decently written. Bonus that's holiday themed. But I'm taking it down the peg for all the cum. Seriously, how does anyone, shifter or otherwise, have so much cum built up that it fills a woman's quim and pours out like a waterfall? Man, that was that was a journey. That's a that's a valid complaint. Now, Dane, this is one hundred and fifty three hundred. Oh, sorry, one hundred forty nine thousand three hundred fiftieth in the erotica Kindle store. My goal is officially to beat this. Okay. So here's my problem is by the time we release this, it's not going to be Christmas anymore. <laughs> Even better. Do we want to keep it Christmas? Do we want to like really make this a year long endeavor to make it real pop for next Christmas? See, I don't know. Now, the thing is, we could also like release it chapter by chapter, I think, you know, like in like almost like novellas or short stories or whatever. Yeah. And then at the end of the year, compile them like we could set a goal of doing like one a month. I'm also worrying if we're we're hitting this pandemic. I think there's it's just only got so many legs as well, mm-hmm. depending on on when we get this situation all sorted. Mm-hmm. I, well, I really don't think we're going to be out of pandemic, you know, meme hood by December of next year. But I think the I think pandemic fatigue might have set in by then. I'm thinking it'll hopefully be the opposite where like we'll be out of it. So no one has to worry about it. And then seeing Mandemic will be funny. I don't yeah. know. Honestly, it's like, can we do a new year's themed one? But again, we that's... only then have two weeks and that's still quite a lot. Even if we're writing garbage, we would want to at least give it an edit, try to source an image and figure out how the fuck to put it on Kindle, which again, they might have like a week or two at least like yeah. kind of uh, 
like waiting period while they make sure you didn't just write absolute fucking bollocks. Although judging by, you know, slammed by Santa by bitch Williams, um, <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> okay, that's that breaks. Bitch Williams brings up another thing I want to talk about. What's our pen name going to be? Because I have one. Okay. That I want to pitch to you. It's an amalgamation of our names. Okay. Because I was thinking, I guess we could always just do like a Fuck Buddies podcast production. But I was thinking we could just be called like Fuck Buddington or something. <laughs> um, so I wanted to call us, or or my idea is Diana Barcelona. Ooh. Okay. That's, that's pretty erotic. Right? Mm-hmm. Diana Barcelona. I like it. Or it's Nikki Carpenter. That's somewhat, isn't it? I don't know. I was trying to think of another profession like Miller. Oh. And Nikki for Nile. I don't know. We can think about it. I just yeah. wanted to throw that out there before I forgot. And Bitch Williams brought me around to that point. It's spelled with a Y. B-Y-T-C-H. Oh, well, that's fine. Um, it's also got the best cover. I'm, I sent you the other cover as well. But like, if you want to just pop over and look. Like, dear, dear God, I kind of want that exact cover. Do you think we could buy this off Bitch Williams? <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of incredible. How much is Bitch Williams selling this novel for? Uh, let's find out. Also, I'm pretty sure, like, that's got to be just a paparazzi shot of someone, right? Maybe. Uh, it's 326, so <laughs> seven cents less than uh, good old breeding Mrs. Claus. Yeah, they all they have two ratings. Okay, hit me, hit me, let me hear what people are saying about Bitch Williams. Okay, well, first one, four, four out of five, holly jolly, well-endowed Christmas. Well-paced story, scenes with each girl nicely varied in sexual dynamics. Never 100% sure what she'll get next, but his biggest strength is its humor. Bitch Williams Santa is an ancient nature spirit perv, quite the chauvinist. <laughs> but he's charming <laughs> and fun as well. There's so much the case that sometimes scenes run a little by, a little quickly, with our favorite with Nasake Nishimura, who makes Santa her bitch i assume there's a lot of you know punctuation marks we could have gone through some more of her maybe that's just our taste in snm smiley face as it is scenes were quick and fun kept us laughing there was hardly a chance for us to stop giggling like a bowl full of jelly and start tugging rubbing like a perv with a belly slam by santa showcases bitch Williams as a shamelessly funny one to watch and then not hot by ea underwood damn all from santa's pov looking for lady pov cheesy dialogue maybe good for a laugh not particularly erotic Okay, see, I think that's valuable insight. I think our demographic, for the most part, is going to be women mm-hmm. or people wanting to read from a, a women's perspective or a woman's perspective. I think we shake it up. You know, that's okay. the good thing about the the multiple forms. Like, we already have a Roomba's POV. It'd be weird to not have. You should know, we, are, should we Game of Thrones this and have like alternating chapters of like our female, you know, starlet, and mm-hmm. then. You know, the the anti-masker sort of like on his hero's journey, sort yeah. of the, you know, equilibrium, brave new world, sort of like falling out of his own dystopia, waking up and, and seeing how the madness around him. I think we definitely should. And then we have a, we have the Roomba. Yeah, the Roomba who, you know, is is just like in the wings dealing with all this, the fallout of this pandemic, but then maybe finds love, maybe not. Maybe it's tragedy. You'll have to see. I think we really need to, like, are we going to do a Christmas? I know we said it was going to be, like, festive, Mm -hmm. but I feel like we could could get this, uh, like, in people's hands, and I know they want it. They want two things. They want their genitals, and they want this book in their hands Mm -hmm. at the same time. So I, I think, like, if we sort of walk back on the, the Christmas theme, mm-hmm. maybe focus a little bit more on, like, uh, maybe a magical or supernatural element instead of, you know, Ghosts of Christmas Past kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What if we have it at least kick off at Christmas time? Yes. I have no problem with that at all. You know, and then, like, depending on what our plot is or whatever, we can move from there so that it doesn't get weird in, you know, whatever. So, like, even if it is released later on, the people who know will know why it started and how why the Christmas is there. Hmm. And if it's not fully Christmas, no one else is going to care. It also means if we yeah. get like a good first section, we could release that like over the next month. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the way to go. It like the the sexmas start will be a good nod for those who were here at the the, the beginning, mm-hmm. and then you know everything else will will be fine for the 
the uninformed. Now, would you like another one just to 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 keep those cockles warmed? Yeah, yeah. Hit me one more time with with another review, I guess. No, this is snowballing. I fucked Frosty by uh, Annelie Vierge. As the title states, it's indeed about having sex with Frosty the Snowman. When a boyfriend fails to fulfill his sexual duty, sometimes the only option is to turn to the cold embrace of a snowman, the ad copy reads. So naturally, the unsatisfied heroine turns to Frosty. Dear God, no. His cold hands, his icy wang, the carrot nose. Well, that might be okay. On the plus side, Frosty apparently has 10 inches to work with. Does it say how many pages these books are? Uh, let's find out. Does let's it have see. a, not runtime, but a, you know, length? There should be. Oh, this one's only 99 cents. Oh, it's 15 pages? That, that's what I'm saying. Is like, I can't imagine a lot of these books have like enough legs to get a full novel out of. Yeah, like, so apparently, mm, yeah. Now tell me how much Bitch Williams is putting down. No, uh, let's, let's find out. Where, where's our good, old, our good old bud? 26 pages. See? Okay, here's okay. Now hit me with the hit me just so we can sort of round out what we're what we're looking at here. Mm-hmm. Hit me with the the breeding Mrs. Claus. Cuz like we could fucking pop out a 26 page book or a 26 page story in like 3 days. Yeah, yeah, easy. Uh 14 pages. So these like are, are all these erotica novels just a couple pages? No so- wonder this person's making money. Like yeah. if, if even if you sell 10 10 books or 10 mm, of I these like... at $3 a pop. That's 30 bucks in your pocket for what I can only assume is like a day's worth of work. I could write a, like 14 pages in a day. Wow. Easy. Yeah. And like if there's chapter breaks in that as well, that's not even 40, 14 pages of writing. I don't think there's chapter breaks. <laughs> Probably not. So, I mean, that's another thing to consider. Maybe we maybe we hit a double whammy. Maybe Mandemic is our long form. Mm-mm. And maybe we just do a, a Ghost of Christmas Pass or like, you know, sort of a, like that situation for Sexmas and see if we can get it out in time. You know what? I say we try get one out for our good old listeners um, and just fucking churn it. It doesn't need to be perfect. Um, get it out even in the first week of the new year or something. Because really, we only need, what, three scenes? Sex of character yeah. past, sex of character present, and sex of character future. Yeah. And then like, you know, a couple pages to uh, walk us in and walk us out. Yeah. All right. You know, we're, I say we do that. We'll we'll warm our cockles. We'll see what everyone thinks, and then we'll uh, we'll work with Mandemic. By the way, this is copywritten. Don't steal our Mandemic idea. Peach Williams. Look, no, don't don't look away. Look at me. Show me your hand. You crossed your fingers, Dane. She crossed her fucking fingers. It's too late. Bitch Williams has already released a seven-page Mandemic. She misspelled man. <laughs> it's with a Y. Have we done a search for Mandemic yet? Uh, that is great. But what if we give Google the idea? Oh no, Mandemic is a song by TBASA. Um, let's find some lyrics for that song. There's some boys in this house. There's some boys in this house. Man, you can't find the lyrics for this. It's so mysterious. But no, other than that, we look pretty good. All right, yeah, I also don't have a whole lot. I have some Urban Dictionary. There is a podcast called Mandemic, but it's but it's over. That's fine. It ended in July. Who cares? Also, no one can copyright a mandemic. Like, that's that's not a thing you could do. No, I don't think so. I think we're good. Uh, also, if we get sued, it'll just be extra publicity. Exactly. We need to split this into two ideas. Then. Do, are we just going to bullshit the Ghost of Sexist Past? Like, we'll just fucking, we'll just do it? I think And not so. really worry too much about anything other than just real, real raunchy fucking... Yeah, I say raunchy bizarreness, but also maybe we'll try pepper in a good lot of the things that we've seen here. Yeah, some of the stuff that like more Christmas focused stuff we can definitely put into this one. And then some of the more pandemic stuff like COVID stuff we'll put in the other one, obviously. Yeah. And that way, no, no suggestion has gone overlooked. By the way, sorry. Yeah. We also Um, have the winner, by the way, but we're not going to announce it because we forgot to check if people want their names announced so it will be announced on social media when this comes out and also we'll get in touch and if you want us we will mention it next week yes yeah we we don't want to put anyone on blast so yeah i don't know it's probably us overthinking things but better safe than sorry yeah we've always been very clear about our desire to keep everyone's privacy private so Mm -hmm. we'd you like no said better safe than sorry um the what was i gonna say do you so with our christmas book I think what we should do is you write one, 
I'll rate the other. And then maybe like half and half the the other one. I want the tone to be so wildly bizarre. Yeah. And like, I want that for Mandemic as well. Like I want to take turns writing chapters. Either we write like one character, like you'll write one character. I'll write one more character. Um, or we literally just alternate chapters because I want like the tone and the voice of the thing to be so inconsistent. Yeah. That it's a feature, not a bug. Yeah. That it, like, I think that's fucking funny. I can't wait for reviews, quite frankly. That's, I mean, that's the thing. I want to know if someone's actually going to fuck get off to our bullshit. I, I could see it. Depends. If someone's getting off to the written word of, uh, like, Rudolph filling Mrs. Cum with just, or Mrs. Claus, wow. Mrs. Cum, with so much cum that it it's just, fi- like, flowing out of her, mm-hmm. someone's going to jerk off to what we write. Yeah, we're going to have right. a very sexual Roomba. Like those curves? Oh, yeah. Are you ready to hear about Shaved by Santa? Yeah, I guess. The description of this is, um, there's two pregnant women on the cover. The list of contents is extreme taboo, shaving, and dairy. So I'm not even going to look at this one. <laughs> it's by T.T. Lawrence. That's what's in the description of the book. That's not a review. No. So, like, I found, like, a list of them. And it's like the person who compiled the list tells us what we've been told. Then I've gone oh. into amazon page and actually looked at the reviews okay i thought that's what the author wrote about their book (laughs) i'm confused i mean like i don't really need to deep dive into it when there's two pregnant women but like is dairy an erotic category uh well literally right above that is uh milk and cookies for santa by tranquility jones and uh, basically, some books go beyond the raw sexiness of Santa getting a boner under his velvet pants. Milk and Cookies goes with the lactation erotica angle. Well, okay. Yeah. There it is, I guess. But here's the thing. It's like, I'm okay with lactation erotica. Like, okay, fine. But like the idea, like if I was looking through books and it's like erotica, comma, you know, BDSM, comma, dairy. Yeah, that's dairy, upsetting dairy to me. Very... Maybe it's there's a spoonful of cheese. You don't know. Is dairy just like the name for all milk or is it specifically cow milk? I think it's all milk because like, is it milk is dairies too. Is it considered dairy? Yeah. Dairy is just. Okay. Do we want to go over any more ideas, thoughts, like plot points? What we sort of the overarching story of one of these things? Or is that just sort of a. We've done enough now, right? We've given people a taste, a little peek behind the curtains. We don't want to ruin it, right? I think That's we're going to get into a more in-depth thing for us. Now they know what to expect, but we're not giving them the whole pie. That's you know? true. We're just yeah. letting them smell the baking. Damn, I want pie. Yeah, they can smell our hardening crusts. That's definitely the thing that people smell, like get excited about the smell of. Mm. <laughs> smell that hard crust. Mm. That's my favorite thing about a pie is hard crust. Hell yeah. But yeah I, I say that, but like pie crust is pretty fucking delicious. Pretty great, yeah. Um, so I, th- I think we leave it at that. It's a little like brainstorm session. We've got our ideas down. People know what to expect. If anyone wants to send, you know, obviously the competition's over for now. But, you know, you can send it more shit if you're hit by some kind of inspiration. Um, you know, it's up to you. We're, we're pretty open. If you want to, like, even have us name a character after you or mm-hmm. something like that. Or name like, a character. Yeah. If you, or if you want to just give us a name, that's cool, too. Also, if you want to suggest names for our, like, pen name. We're cool with that too. Like, feel yeah. free to just that. Like, much like our show, it's a conversation, and we're happy to to open the doors to this project as well. So feel free to to throw in your thoughts because we'll happily listen to them. Yeah, we're going to be treading a fine line between taking this not seriously at all and also taking this way too seriously. I promise uh, you, I give it a week before we are we are taking it too seriously. I, I plan to do both at the exact same time. Yeah, um, <laughs> that works. Oh, man. I, I'm wondering, should I buy one of these? Like, maybe Santa's Coming by uh, Kaz Kendrick, where a mall elf, Dale, whose tightly fitting elf shorts leave nothing to the, imagina- ma- uh, to the imagination, uh, intrigues a mall Santa, Grant, who can't keep his eyes off the disturbingly fuckable elf who's taunting him with a candy cane sucking. <laughs> disturbingly fuckable. Disturbingly fuckable. Put that to be fair, I, I know people who are like that. Stop. <laughs> I'm ready. It's my Christmas gift to you. 
Well, should we do some tenders? Yeah, we can do some tenders. All right, let's let's just ease us ease us out of this erotically charged zone with some some tenders. You know, uh, this is Maritza. Hi. Do real, respectful, and genuine men still exist? Asking for a friend. She's my mini, but my sister birthed her. Oh, and I'm almost five two. Now she is in the picture with a young girl, which is the she's okay. my mini, but my sister birthed her. Okay, that confused me. <laughs> yeah, I was I was not following there no i don't I, like what was the first bit about like real men exist do real respectful genuine men exist asking for a friend dot 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 i mean like again that's not really a red flag because i'm I'm gonna filter it through like a female lens and be like i'm sure she gets a ton of bullshit sent to her from dudes yeah so it's like i like i think it's a weird thing to put on your dating profile mm-hmm. negativity towards people that you're trying to date Mm-hmm. I think I think that's like a, a bad faux pas. Whether that's a, a red flag or not, I don't think it is. But I do think like putting that energy out already, like it just brands you as jaded. Yeah. And for me, it's like I don't want someone who lives under the like weird Facebook mom meme of like all the good men are taken or gay. Like that's yeah. just kind of what it feels like, and it's so insincere. Mm-hmm. Now. The thing that gets me is, but my sister birthed her. Like, just say she's my sister's kid or my niece or like, you know, my sister birthed her. That's a really weird way to go about saying that. Yeah, I think they're just trying to be like quirky. It's uh, it's not working for me. It's, it's How old are they? Uh, they are 31. Whoa. Okay, that changes things. I thought they were going to be much younger than that. Well, there you go. Give it a okay. three. I'm giving it a three. Okay. I'm giving it a three. Uh, this is Lisa. I'm a novice. I'm very happy to meet some new friends here and learn more about culture, food, and scenery. Or a serious relationship. If you want to teach me investment, please go away. Maybe I know investment better than you. Are there any normal people? Please stay away from those who date. Uh, what? <laughs> please. That was... Stay away from those who date. Maybe she knows investment more than you. What is it with people and, like, finances on Tinder? I don't know. We had someone the other day being like, teach me about investments. Talk about mixed messages, ladies. What do you want? Either you want financial advice or you don't. Get it together. It is ridiculous the amount of times that happens. You know, like we see that all the time. There's something to do with fucking uh, investments or banking or whatever. Like it's happened a lot. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. And it weirds me out. This is going to be a three because it, it was fine until it wasn't. It doesn't make any sense. Now, this is a good segue, though, into something I almost forgot about. And I think Fuck the Tenders will end on this. It's a little bit of a discussion piece. So a friend of the show, they sent in two collages to me the other day. All right? Okay. And these two collages were crafted, handcrafted by them during their last two weeks on Hinge. And it was basically the exact same two things repeated on almost every single profile. Okay. Is it a man or a woman? It is a woman sent them in for men's profiles. Okay. So what do you think the two common things that are apparently the most important things to put on your fucking dating profile are? Uh, height? No. Okay. Like it, it's, I'm sure that's there too, but these stuck out because they aren't, you know, like I wouldn't be surprised to see height on everyone's thing. Right. Um, these are bizarre, like commonalities. Like hair color preference? No. Okay. Ethnicities? No. Oh, I don't know then. Okay. So the one, there was like nine different profiles that mentioned that they're overly competitive. Okay. You know, because you know the way like in Hinge, it's like, oh, one thing that categorizes you or whatever. Everyone was saying that they're overly competitive, which to me is a red flag because that just sounds like you're a dick. Yeah. I don't know anyone who's overly competitive that like, or who just like, describe themselves as overly competitive to being like fun yeah like overly competitive sounds like oh we're gonna do something fun and you're gonna ruin it by taking it way too far yeah i'm it's basically just like i'm kind of shit or like i can't read the room you know what i mean like i can Mm. do basic shit um and the other one pineapple on pizza over 15 different profiles uh and she had more I'll mention their views on pineapple on pizza, whether it be for or against. I mean, I guess, you know what? It's, I I promise you that there might be someone out there who suggested it. And it's smart because I've recently started streaming on Twitch 
and a lot of the like the um the advice people give to like new streamers is to put a controversial opinion in your stream title in hopes that people will either get people to click in and argue with you or get people to come in and agree with you okay so i'm wondering if that's like if someone has like if there was an article or something written by someone being like make a bold statement about pineapple everyone has and it's true you know like yeah. everyone has an opinion and it's kind of like a memeable thing it's almost like the whole like bacon is great or nutella is great i would eat nutella on everything it's like it's one of those things that i'm so sick of hearing about yeah i just found it really strange but that actually makes a lot of sense so i'm i'm wondering if it's like they're trying to have a polarizing view so that they intrigue interest people either to being like i completely agree or fuck you yes yeah fair Okay, because then, like, inadvertently, I did the same thing. Like when I had my profile, mine was just let me sit you down and explain Game of Thrones to you, and it worked like a charm. Like I wasn't thinking about it at the time, but it was either women being like, "I know more about Game of Thrones than you do," or people being like, "I don't know what the fuck is happening." Yes, please. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, we solved that one. I'm still confused about the overly competitive. You know what? It's probably trying to soften the blow because they're actually assholes. Well, overly competitive is probably just a, a sign of machismo, right? Like people think that like that is it's probably them thinking that is an like a desirable trait. Yeah, and okay. just Fair missing enough. the mark. I would I will say I would I would equ- I like equate that to women actively telling you that they're brutally honest. I think it's just the precursor to like you know I did tell you I was shit. <laughs> you know, like when they complain, you'd be like, oh, I said I was overly competitive. I'm not gonna let your uncle go shot for shot with me. All right. <laughs> I told you it was competitive. All right. Let's uh, yeah. Thank you very much for listening, friends. Uh, I know this wasn't a usual uh, episode, but it was fun to do. Every now and then we got to do something different because we've been doing this for over two years now. Yeah. Right. So it was it was a little, little festive cheer. I hope if you're excited to to read our novel um, or whatever we're going to call it, because apparently 15 pages is enough to put anything on Amazon. Yeah. Um, our tale. Yeah. Our our narrative weavings uh you can send us a message on facebook or instagram or twitter apparently y'all want to talk to us on instagram despite that being like the one we use the absolute least yeah and like the the one least uh amenable for like podcast talking oh man where were my twitter people where were my Twitter people? Y'all were so good to me the last year, and then no one was here for the competition. <laughs> or from one man who, who, who very, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, like, regretfully tagged a famous rapper. If you uh, if you do want to reach out and chat with us, uh, you can hit us on various means of social media. Uh, on Facebook, we are FCK Buddies Podcast. On Twitter, we are at FCK underscore Buddies. And on uh, Instagram, we're Fuck Buddies Podcast. And you can also email us at fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com or you can visit us online at fbuddiespodcast.com thank you josh eagle and the harvest cities for their song paper stars and thank you everyone who entered in the competition we really appreciate it and i hope you enjoy your prize and yeah happy fucking holidays guys happy yeah sex- happy happy sexmas we hope that you've gotten through this year okay and we hope that next year is going to be just so much better yeah take a moment to it's been a rough year for everyone and it's and it's been varying degrees of shittiness for everyone depending on how well you dealt with it and depending on you know who you're living with or any number of of variables mm-hmm. so don't i, I i'm glad you brought, I, I i really want to stress something that i saw someone bring up recently um you're gonna see a lot of things on social media talking about like it was a lockdown. We were in pandemic and I accomplished this and this and this and this. And it's going to be a lot of people sort of like humble, humble bragging about like everything they were able to accomplish. I don't want people to feel shitty if you've accomplished nothing because Mm -hmm. making it to the end of the year with your life and your health, and hopefully you didn't get sick and your sanity. (laughs) Yeah. Just, just getting through this year is enough of an achievement. Mm -hmm. And to be fair, I think a lot of people, posting will probably be trying to like some of it will just be humble bragging whatever but i think a lot of people also might do it to convince themselves that they you know what i mean to try and give themselves that feeling of achievement of course Um, you know so it's it's not all negative but it can definitely make you feel bad about yourself but like fuck it 2020 wasn't even a year it was a trial and if you made it through that's it you know that's all you really need um yeah so I, I yeah, I just want to bring that up and just be like, it, it's fine. We did it. We got through it. 
you're here and that's all that matters. Don't worry too much. And if you do want to look back and, and, and see some things that you accomplished, like by all means, reflection is a great way to like actually look back and be like, Oh shit, actually I did do this or that, whatever it may be. Um, but don't feel like, like if you didn't, if you just took it easy this year, fucking who cares? Mm-hmm. Nine times out of 10, like this was the most time off I've had obviously in, in ages since, you know, I was 17 or whatever yeah. when I started working this was kind of nice for me because I was actually able to like do things and relax and not have to worry about humble bragging. (laughs) I mean, humble bragging about doing nothing. Um, So just take care of yourselves and don't worry too much about this year and just keep focusing on, on on being healthy and and keeping sane Mm -hmm. because we did it. Yeah. There's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's, we, we made it out. Also, you guys were, were super great for us too. Like you guys, you guys really helped us. You guys stuck with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we, we've said it a bunch of times since that, you know, the Spotify wrap up. But thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for uh, supporting us. It, it literally means the world to us. Yeah. Like having the podcast this year and like having that like set time where me, I get to hang out with Dane and, you know, having it not just be speaking into the void. And a lot of people sent us some really great questions and some really positive messages and just like, you know, we really appreciate it. You guys are incredible. And I, I hope we've been able to you know, give you guys some levity or some advice or even just a distraction or something, you know, positive things. Um, but we appreciate the hell out of all of you. So thank you. Yes. So um, Merry Sexmas. Uh, we will see you before the New Year. So don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we wish you the best. Yeah. And we will send you a terrible erotic novel at some point. <laughs> yeah. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. And we've been your fuck buddies. Happy sexmas. <laughs> <laughs>